This time of year, our skin gets so dry, especially for those of us who live in cold climates. So I couldn't live without One Earth Body Care. Their Skin Fix, which is great for your entire body. It's a thick, wonderful salve. You can rub it in your hands to soften it, and it makes your skin amazing. There's a day and night facial oil, which I use every day and night, and it really, really has helped my skin. There's a sleep balm that is also a salve consistency that has lavender and other things to help you relax. Of course, my all-time favorite is their natural deodorant because I am no longer smelly. If you've got a baby, they've got a baby butt saver. The other thing that has completely transformed my hair is their shampoo and conditioner bars. They've got Skin Fix for Pets, which has helped my glue stop eating his paws all the time or nibbling on them. And of course, they also have a pet shampoo bar. Please check them out at oneearthbodycare.com. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Health Power. If you've been listening, you know that I have an appliance that has changed my life. And literally all I've been making until I got this book was frozen vegetables. I mean, really, it is the air fryer. Oh my gosh, I'm one of those people that I thought if I get this, it's going to be like my crock pot or my instant pot, which just sits on a shelf until my husband goes, why did you buy that? It's taken up space. Although I do use my instant pot, but I did it for like the first two years. Anyway, with the air fryer, I jumped right in. It's easy and it's fun. And today we're talking about the wonderful book, Air Fryer All Day. I love that. 120 tried and true recipes for family-friendly comfort food. Rebecca Abbott and Jennifer West are the authors. They join us now. Hello, women. So good to have you on. Thanks for having us. Thank you. It's great to, you know, usually I only get this excited about dogs. So this, (laughs) this is, I can't get over how great this is. And by the way, I love the story in the book of how you came together. So Becky, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you and Jen came together and then we'll jump into the recipes and all the good air fryer info. Sure. So Jen, Jen was a blogger previously and I taught culinary, um, culinary arts at a high school. And just to summarize it super fast, uh, I quit my job to be a stay at home grandma when my daughter had her first child and then, uh, COVID happened. And so we both randomly, um, Jen lives in Louisiana. I live in Arizona. So we both randomly signed up for the same food photography class, met in the class, became friends. And then over time she started that we were creating recipes for everything. Um, including the air fryer. And so she started this easy air fryer recipes, Facebook group with, uh, what, 10 of us, eight to 10 of us, eight, eight. (laughs) And then within, within a, you know, a short period of time, it grew to thousands. And so she and I, we had never met in person, but we talked a lot and we messaged a lot. And so we were having a conversation. I think when it got to like ten or twenty thousand people after a couple of months, oh my god! She goes, you know, I should start an air fryer blog. And I said, well, if you're asking if you want me to do it with you, I will. I kind of invited. <laughs> I feel like I invited myself in. She never, she never has said that, but I feel like I did. And she goes, well, um, I said, I don't know anything about blogging. She's like, well, I can teach you that, you know. So we, the next day, we started a business together, never meeting not really knowing each other like we do now. But, um, and so we joke about it. Like I don't tell people to give all your personal information out to someone you haven't actually met or know very well, but it worked for us. So um, yeah, so we became business partners like that and it went really well. And uh, now two years later, obviously we're like 
people think we're sisters sometimes. Um, oh, yeah. We, <laughs> I we see have that. a lot in common and mm-hmm. our backgrounds are very similar and we have a lot of things in our lives are super parallel. It's kind of weird. So um, it's, it's just kind of like it was kismet. It was all meant to be. See, I love that. Jen, did you want to add anything to this? No, I mean, she said that perfectly. I mean, we we literally were strangers on the internet. It's funny because we we give each other gifts and random things all the time. And one of the things, that she, I think it was last Christmas, she bought me a candle that said, you're the best thing I ever found on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that is yep. awesome. Well, like I said, I, I'm still new to mine. I'm still just getting to know it, but boy, do I love it. I found these vegetables. I, I think it's Cascadian Farms. So it's little chunks of sweet potato. There's carrots, broccoli, and chickpeas. And it's just perfect. And you have some avocado with it. You got your protein. You got your vegetables. You got your fiber. You got your healthy fat. But I know there's so much more. Before we jump into the fantastic recipes, because I made quite a few, let's talk about choosing an air fryer. I really love that you have this in the book. Jen, if you'd like to talk about this, and, and what do we need to look for? Um, I think the biggest thing to look for is one counter space is probably going to be, you know, the biggest thing, find the size that's going to be right for you that you can fit and also your family. So, I I mean, I think on average getting, you know, a five to seven quart air fryer is probably the best for everybody. I mean, when we first started, we were both using a 5.8 quart air fryer and we've since jumped up. I think ours is now, is it 6.8 now, Becky? Yeah. Yeah, 6.8 quart. But it's just, it's so nice because you can, you can either make a lot of side dishes in it or you you have enough room to make for a family as well. But I mean, like, it's just the thing that I love about the air fryers is that they have evolved since we started, you know, so two and a half years ago, you know, they, they've come such a long way, like before, like the nonstick surfaces and things, those would kind of rub off or, you know, they'd have like little buttons or pieces, people, especially in our group, like we learned a lot from our group. It's like a great marketing space. Um, but, you know, they would have a lot of issues and we kind of honed down and figured out like which air fryer we thought was the best. And we both mm. currently use the Kasori Dual Blaze. It's a 6.8 quart air fryer. Very easy to clean, very quiet. You know, before it sounded like a jet engine was taken yeah, off. Mine's kind of loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the new ones are not like that. They're really quiet. Like, I just did a TV interview last week and we had the air fryer going in the background and you didn't even hear it. So, I mean, it's oh, it's wow. nice. And, and Becky will do lives. We'll do lives and she'll have the air fryer going on and you can't even hear it. So half the time, I remember one time I was texting her husband. I was like, oh my gosh, is it on? Oh, sorry. So I know I Becky laughs at me all the time because I, I talk with my hands a lot and then I I don't know why it is, but my camera just makes all kinds of fun little videos things. But um, yeah, so I mean, like, I think, you know, the best thing to do is to figure out what size you need, how much Mm -hmm. space you have. I find something between five and seven quarts is probably the best because that can definitely feed a family to four. It's it's great for one person, but it's also great for up to four people. If you need something larger than that, you know, we've we've experimented with the Ninja Air Fryers, too. There's a dual basket air fryer. You can do that. I mean, so it's really what works best for you and your family, but I like this one the most. I feel like it's quiet, it's easy to clean, and it, it definitely has enough room to make everything that I want to make in it. And we use it every single day. So, What was the brand again? The Kasori brand. It's C-O-S-O-R-I. Okay, and I might upgrade because I feel like, I mean, I wish I had brought mine down, but it's literally, it's about, it's pretty big, but I still feel like I can't really fit enough in it. 
Um, I was going to say the Kasori 5.8 quart is actually the one that we use for every single recipe in the book. Okay. And so you can fit um, a seven or eight inch cake pan in the basket. So, wow. But it's not super big on your counter space. So, um, right. Yeah. So, that's good to know. You know, speaking of the cake pans, this is what I thought was so interesting. You have upgrading your air fryer basket and other special equipment. You, there's springboard, spring form pans, cake pans, bunt pans, casserole, baking dishes, muffin cups, uh, ramekins, grip. I need this air fryer grippers for moving hot pans. <laughs> I had no idea before I got your book that there was, <laughs> was all this cool stuff yeah, in it. We all have the wrist scar. From uh, oh, I've got burns stuff out yeah. of the basket. I think I think that's how you know you're in the air fryer club. Is you oh, have yeah, yeah. star. <laughs> I got mine. <laughs> yeah, I can't see it. You're initiated. Yeah, it, it must <laughs> like, be really you can buy nice tools to, to take stuff out, so you don't get that. Yeah, and it must be nice. The other thing is, I like that you have a guide to cooking with oils and fat. So I, I'm an avocado avocado oil woman through and through. Mm-hmm. I tend to use a more refined because the heavier it is, the greener it is. It's it's better for high heat anyway. So I tend to get some in a spray. So I put my vegetables in there because again, that's what I'm making. But I get I did make some of your great recipes, and then I spray it. But how do you recommend you use oil, Jen, when you're using uh, the air fryer? A lot of times I'll use avocado oil, and all I mean I'll. Sp- I don't do it all the time because the Kasori is really good. It does have a really good nonstick basket. So it's actually very rare that I use it, Um, but I will use, I'll just spray a little bit of the oil onto the basket and then I'll just use a brush and just brush it to make sure it covers it. Okay. But I mean, I would say I do that 25% of the time. The rest of the time I really don't do it because it's, it's such a good nonstick surface. Like I said before, yeah. making it, I would probably spray the basket every single time. But now, I mean, like the upgrades that they've done, it's just, it's really good. So I, I don't even, I hardly do it. Oh, see, that's good to know. See, I thought mm-hmm. that I should spray my vegetables to get them a little crispier, but it sounds like that's not even necessary. Well, so that was for me spraying the basket, but spraying the vegetables, I probably, I don't even know if I would... I mean, you could add a little bit of oil to make it crispier, but you don't, you don't have to. I mean, like that air is going to automatically do it for you. So the air circulation is probably the most important thing that and the heating elements. So that's that's amazing. Yeah. And I also like that you have more tips and tricks for beginners. Make sure any lightweight ingredients are properly secured. So this was kind of funny. So I took this, this chickpea flour tortilla. That's really good. They make it from chickpea flour. It's um, Siete (laughs) brand. I love their stuff at any rate. And uh, I put it in there to warm it up. And I I put a little bit of um, like vegan cheese because I don't eat dairy on it. And I wasn't even thinking, hello, Lisa, it's called an air fryer. The thing is flipping all, I open it up, everything's everywhere. I was like, oh, hello. So you got to be careful with stuff. That was not the yeah. right choice. Did yeah. You, yeah, go ahead, Becky. little mesh baskets that you can get that you can put on top of it to hold it down. Oh. Um, or the we've had people in our group showing uh-huh. us this trick, the bottom of the, um, if you've got something like a tortilla, Mm-hmm. With cheese, they'll put it underneath the little grid basket. Oh, so that's interesting. In just until maybe the cheese starts melting, like for a minute, mm-hmm. and then they'll put it back on top. So that way, um, it stays. It's weighted down by the cheese, but it won't fly around. Oh, all right. So let's jump into breakfast. You have so many great things. 
spinach and feta, egg bites, strawberry scones, chocolate chip muffins, ham and cheese frittata, donuts, cinnamon roll casserole. It's incredible. When I saw hard boiled eggs, I thought that's so interesting because my husband uses uh, the Instant Pot sometimes to Mm -hmm. make hard boiled eggs. I mostly make lentil soup and other stews and things in it. Talk to us, Jen, about this hard boiled eggs in the Instant, excuse me, Instant Pot in the air fryer. So the very first time that I experimented with making eggs in the air fryer, I was actually skeptical myself because I was like, how is this really going to work? And I'm a hard boiled egg fan. I mean, like I'll put them in everything. They go in my salads. They go in my tuna. They, I mean, like everything. I love hard boiled eggs. I'll snack on them. So I was like, is this really going to work? But yeah, it turned out at least in this air fryer, like 270. I think I was doing it for like anywhere from 15 to 17 minutes, depending on how, like, I like the hard boiled eggs. I want it completely cooked on the inside. Right. Um, it's, they're perfect. I mean, and then the trick is, and I think this was where a lot of people kind of mess up when they do it. They'll be like, oh, my eggs didn't peel very well. I always oh. put my eggs in an ice bath. I think it's really important as soon as you're done to pop them in an ice bath. Um, and then you leave them in there for a couple of minutes and then pull them out and they just, it just, the shell will just come right off. It'll just peel right off. But if you leave them warm and you try to go peel straight from there, you're going to have an issue. So I think that ice baths are very important, Um, but they come out perfect every single time. So I absolutely love to do eggs in there. And people be like, oh, well, you know, you can boil eggs for the same amount of time on the stovetop. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. But, you know, and you're probably going to be able to walk away and do it that way. You know, you'll probably do it for 10 minutes then turn it off, let the water cool, then, you know, let it cool. Or I can just leave them in the air fryer and I can go walk off and do something else. I'm not babysitting what's happening. It's going to beep and let me know, okay, it's time to go and put those in an ice bath and then I can leave and go finish what I'm doing and then come back and I have hard boiled eggs. So they're very hands off, very easy, and they come out perfect every single time. Okay, I'm definitely going to try that. Now, Becky, talk to us about the chicken and hash brown breakfast casserole. That sounds amazing. Okay, so that was one of Jennifer's recipes. Oh, okay. Jennifer, talk to us about the... So let me go find that one. She's going to have to find it because sadly, I don't have a book with me because I'm stuck. (laughs) Well, I told these beautiful ladies before the interview that I have a... You can borrow pile for my friends and family and don't borrow pile. And my one of my friends accidentally took the air fryer book from my don't borrow pile. But we all know the truth. <laughs> so thank God for the, for, I'm looking at Amazon and it literally shows me. So it's like, oh, good, because I made the uh, baked spaghetti and I made the ratatouille and I made some of the other things. So it's nice mm-hmm. that I can look at all the, you know, all the things. So definitely check this out and just get the book. I mean, hands don't even just get the book. I mean, it is phenomenal. All right, so that chicken and hash brown breakfast casserole. So do you want, what do you want me to tell you the ingredients? Just tell us about it. Yeah, I mean, what is that a easy because when I hear that many things, I think so do you have to is this cooked chicken or do you make the hash browns first? Like what do you have to do and how it's you know how actually, much time does that take? It's actually chicken sausage. So Ooh, nice. Um, she uses six I say we use six ounces of chicken sausage, um, six ounces six, sorry. That's like a tongue twister for some reason. Diced hash brown potatoes, um, a quarter cup of white onion diced, four large eggs, a quarter cup of whole milk, a quarter cup of shredded cheese, and then a little bit of salt and pepper. And then we just mix that all together in um, a large casserole dish. We call it a large ramekin, or you can use um, like a large cake pan that's maybe an eight inch cake pan, and then you air fry that. Um, See, that's so cool. Do you have to buy special ramekins? Sorry to interrupt, Becky. I'm just, do you need special like 
types of air fryer ramekin or air fryer pan. Okay, good, good. No, so let me tell you that um, we get that question a lot. That's a really good question, Lisa. We get that question a lot (laughs) where if anything can, you can use it in your traditional oven, just about anything. I haven't found anything yet that you can't use in the air fryer. If you can use it in the traditional oven, you can use it in your air fryer. Pyrex, Corningware, cake pans. Um, ramekins. So Mm -hmm. it's it's the same. And in fact, I did a frozen lasagna. Um, and I just left it in the little thing that it came in because it says you can put it in the oven. So I just stuck it in the air fryer and it was fine. Oh, I love that. that, Yeah. So just, that's a little trick. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So it looks like you just, one of the, one of the big parts that we wanted, um, and Jen, you can like answer this too, is we really wanted the book to be simple, easy recipes, mm-hmm. a lot of casseroles where it's one dish where you're right. not. Um, we had a lot of people say, well, with the air fryer, I feel like I have to make veggies and yep. then make something else and then make something else and then put it all together. And so right. we wanted to try to have a lot of recipes that were one dish all together and then you can just serve that. So I love that. Um, so this, when you put it all together, um, you're going to do the eggs and the milk separately, but then you eventually put it all together, um, and cook it. And then you have one dish served. Oh, that is so nice. Now let's say you have leftovers. I'm not a big fan of the microwave. I feel like things taste better on the stove where you put them in the oven. Mm. Jen, talk to us about reheating leftovers in the air fryer. Is it the same kind of thing? You just need a pan or a ramekin or something and you throw it in there and just heat it up. And, and, and honestly, my rule of thumb is, you know, with leftovers, you know, after four days, I'm not going to do it. But you right, know, if they're in the fridge in an air, airtight container and I want to heat it back up in the air fryer, it's clockwork. I'll always pop in the air fryer at 350 and I'll do it for three to four minutes. Check it from there. A lot of times things are done. Depending yeah. on how dense whatever it is that you're making, you may need a little more time so you can add more time. It's much easier to undercook something than it is to take back time once you've That's overcooked so, it. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I always start with that three-minute three, three minute rule, and then I'll add more time if I need to. But, you know, using a meat thermometer, too, you can also check the temperature, make sure it's reheated to like 160 degrees internal temperature, just so you know that you're going to have something nice and warm, you know, whenever you do. Yeah. Well, you know what I've done recently with my vegetables is – so I'll take some hamburgers and I'll maybe I'll cook four of them and then three of them I just kind of brown on the outside mm-hmm. and then I put them in the fridge in the airtight container thing and then the next day I'll put my vegetables in for ten minutes I usually put them in for fifteen then I'll put the hamburger in for that five minutes so it cooks the rest of the way versus cooking it all the way reheating it having it be overcooked so that's yeah. something that I found has worked well. Too. Yeah, that's good too. Yeah, because with meat, you definitely don't want to o- overcook that at all. It can be, yeah. it can be bad. It tastes great <laughs> in the air fryer. Like the yes. hamburger tastes better in the air fryer, I think, than in the pan. Like it and works really well. Reheating foods mm-hmm. sometimes it tastes better, like pizza or um, French fries or onion mm-hmm. rings. Um, I always tell, like, I had onion rings from a restaurant and I reheated them the next day and it actually pulled some of the oils out. So they were less greasy and they were really crispy. So I feel like it makes them better. Microwaving makes them soggy or like rubbery and like chicken. I couldn't, I can't, I can't eat leftover microwaved chicken. It's just, Mm -mm. 
no rubbery. So it's <laughs> exactly in the air fryer. It's so yeah. amazing. Well, let's jump into pizza and pasta. So I made the baked spaghetti, which was delicious. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the chicken ranchero pizza. Whoever mm-hmm. would like to tell us about that. I don't know if one of you. Yeah, oh, I, I go ahead, Jen. So, okay. Um, there's actually, so there's a, there's a Louisiana restaurant here called Johnny's Pizza. And the chicken ranchero pizza is actually like one of their specialty pizzas that they serve here. And I absolutely love it. Mm. Um, This isn't their exact recipe because I I don't know what their exact recipe (laughs) is, but it tastes a whole lot like it. So I I mean, like, it's great because you've got jalapenos for that spice. Um, The sauce is a white sauce, so it's nice and creamy. Um, But you've got the chicken and the bell peppers. And I think there's some onion in that, too. Um, and then, you know, add, add your pepper, add your seasonings to it, but mm. it's phenomenal. I mean, like it's such, it's, it's such a nice different thing than just your regular old pepperoni or right. you know meat pizza. It's just, it's completely different, but I love it. It's one of my favorites, but I got it off of the, the local pizza place here is one of my favorites, but the jalapenos, you can get, you can do it without the jalapenos, sure. but I love mm. that extra spice. It I just do too. a perfect little spice and it's so good. It's delicious. Well, how, now, do you need a special pan for that? Because I'm, no, how do you, you put the crust in? Like what do you, you just, just. So roll out. So buy a can of pie crust or pizza crust and okay. then kind of roll it out. And then you'll just kind of form the edges um, oh. so that all your sauce and everything will stay in it and then place mm. it inside of the basket and then kind of dress it and do everything while it's in the basket. Try to, you know, you want to actually cover it with oil. You know, once you put it in there, the brush some oil onto the dough itself and then add your stuff. Because if you don't, that dough is just going to continue to rise and it'll rise really fast. So, but once you've got all your toppings on there, just pop it in the air fryer and let the air fryer do the rest. It's so easy and it's so good. I mean, like the air fryer, it really does give it that light crisp. It's not like a a hard crisp or anything. It's like a yeah. really light crisp. I like that. Um, yeah. I love thin it. And it just like pizza. fries that bread. That's What'd amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's like a thin crust pizza. I like that. Yeah. Lift it out with spatula and you've mm-hmm. got, it's good to go. Now, Becky, how much experimenting did it take to be able to figure out that you can make so many different things in the air fryer? And then Jen, the same question for you. Um, so, so I, <laughs> I like to experiment with the baking side of things. Okay. So that was a little bit more trial and error. Like the carrot cake, I couldn't figure out, I'll be honest, like, like it was a little frustrating and probably most people would have quit, but it was bugging me. So I couldn't figure out how like the top of the cake would cook and then you'd stick a toothpick in and it would look like it was done and you'd go to flip it. And the bottom and center were like soup. And I couldn't uh. figure out how to get that to cook. So after about 16 or 17 tries, I figured it out that the top, because it's close to the fan, um, so I covered it once that got done. And then I would stick it back in the air fryer so the top would stop cooking, but the middle would keep cooking um, and then the cake would be done. So depending on what I was making, it would be a lot of trial and error. Um, Mm -hmm. Some stuff like the cheesecake that just turned out like I checked it the first time I made it after like 20, 25 minutes. I'm like, huh, well, it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, The creme brulee, I was like two or three times. Um, Wow. So a lot of the baking stuff, it's, it's, it can be tricky, but, and, and we've also had people ask us, well, why don't you just do it in the oven? But we have a lot of people that are 
getting away from having full kitchens or they yeah. have small like kitchenettes or they're traveling and like my daughter and her husband are going to be um, in a trailer for um, the summer, like for a whole month. So they have very limited space. And so they are going to be air frying. They're not going to have a big stove. Right. And so we, we are trying to figure out or, you know, college dorm rooms, they don't have a right. full So we're trying to figure out how they can make things without that full kitchen thing. So, so that's a lot of the reason why we experiment, but it's trial and error depends on how badly Mm. you really want to figure out how to make something. So um, some of the casserole dishes are a little bit easier because you just stir stuff up and mix it together and it tastes good. Might not look good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that about the space and my daughter's going to college in the fall and that's a good, I'm thinking about that for the air fryer. It's a good idea. I also know people, a friend of mine, unfortunately she passed away recently, but she was really big into tiny homes and designing mm-hmm. tiny homes and stuff. And I think it's nice to have something that you can do everything in. Yeah. Now, Jen, talk to us about the casseroles and some of the things that you worked on and, and how was that experimentally? It's, I mean, like, I love doing those. I'm, I'm a casserole person at heart. So she really worked on a lot of the desserts and I loved a lot of the savory stuff. So, um, it's just, it's, it's trial and error, but when, you know, when you've been cooking a lot, it's kind of, and you've used the air fryer enough times, you know, you, it's easy to start figuring out like, Hey, Mm -hmm. I can add this in here. And I do think it's important if you don't have it, you know, those, those seven or eight inch dishes, like, you know, we call them the ramekins, but we did order some of those because they do have the higher sides on them. So they're perfect for casseroles. Um, you know, the, tamale casserole that's in our book. I mean, like that's phenomenal. So, I mean, like it's, you know, it's liquidy and and tamale on the bottom, but then you've got the the cornbread top. So, I mean, like it's, it's really good. Oh my God. That sounds so good. I know. See, I still have to order some of these things because I'm excited to make as many things as I can. Now I mentioned burgers earlier. Mm -hmm. You've got stuffed turkey burgers, teriyaki bison Mm -hmm. burgers. You have a homemade teriyaki sauce, barbecue beef sandwiches, Crispy chicken sliders. Tell us about the uh, stuffed turkey burgers. What do you What do you put in that, Jen? That's actually a Becky recipe. Oh, Becky! <laughs> I was what like, do you want that? Look that up, Jennifer. <laughs> I'll get. I'll, I'll guess right one of these days. <laughs> no, you're totally. You're totally fine. Um, and it's funny because, I mean, honestly, we don't we don't know every single one of these by heart. Yeah, we should sure. But, um, it's just because. There's so many amazing. There's recipes. so many. Oh, of course. You'd be course. surprised how many Jennifer and I like. We write. I can't even tell you how many recipes we write a week. So we have almost 600 recipes on our website. Yeah. Oh my god! And then we that's have incredible. In this. I mean, like, yeah. So yeah. We so hard to remember everything and all of them. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, no, no, that's no. That's amazing. So the stuffed turkey burgers. At the time, I was doing this special diet where we were only eating certain foods. And this was one of the ones that I played around with. Um, but it's a pound of ground turkey, um, half a cup of breadcrumbs, an egg, um, chopped green onion, Ooh. four slices of provolone cheese, but you can use whatever cheese you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we put it on brioche buns just to be fancy because, you know, and then it topping nice. it with whatever, t- uh, lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, whatever you want. But, um, you're going to just combine the, um, the ground turkey with the breadcrumbs and the egg and then divide it into eight pieces and then put the cheese in the middle and then put two Ooh. pieces together. So you're okay. literally stuffing the cheese in the center that and then you so air fry it for, at 360 degrees for 13 to 15 minutes and flip it. 
Mm. And then you've got this perfect turkey burger with this amazing melted cheese in the middle that just oozes out. And it's just so good. Oh my God. That sounds absolutely amazing. All right. Moving on to casseroles and bakes. Every single one of these looks good. Chicken pot pie casserole, beef and bean taco casserole, enchilada quinoa casserole, harvest casserole with apple sausage and sweet potatoes. I am curious about the cowboy casserole because I I don't have the, again, I don't have the book in front of me. So what, remind me, either one, whoever would like to, what that is. I was going to say, Jennifer is the casserole oh, queen. Of- I love dogs. Hi, baby. Oh, my goodness. Locked up, but he got out. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> my boys are here. They're just being are quiet. They? Okay. Here he loves his mom. There's Aww. my babies. <laughs> oh, you have a lab. My lab's probably in the same position back there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. um, so the, the cowboy casserole, I mean, that's mm-hmm. something that, you know, we – I love, I love hearty casseroles, especially yeah. in the winter. They're so good. So that one has ground beef. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got like frozen tater tots in there. I think that oh has, gosh. correct me, that one probably has black beans and corn. Is that correct, Becky? Ooh, that um, sounds really yeah, good. It actually has um, tater tots. I love tater tots. A um, little bit of sour cream, uh, mm-hmm. condensed cream and mushroom soup, slices of oh bacon, ground beef, cheddar cheese, and then... Um, half a cup of canned corn kernels drained. Wow. Yeah. Sounds I mean, amazing. So what I love about these casseroles though, I mean, like you can, you can change them up and add them, you know, right. add different things whenever you want to. So you can add more vegetables if you want. I love to add, I'll love to add like black beans or different things like that just to give it, you know, more protein, oh, yeah. more fiber. Definitely. Um, so, I mean, like it's there, but they're so easy. So whatever you add in there, I mean, like you're still, you're still going to be cooking it for the same amount of time. I mean, like you want to make sure that if you're adding obviously way more stuff to it, that you're adding additional time. But if you're taking away something and you're adding it in there and it's the same amount, you can definitely cook it at the same amount of time. But I mean, those are just great hearty dishes and then they're great for a family. So that's one of the things about it is that, you know, you're not just cooking for one, you're cooking for multiples. And a lot of times you're going to have leftovers from that as well. So yes, which I love. I am big on leftovers. Now you had mentioned tamales. I am all about Mexican food. When I had to leave, I didn't have to leave, but 23 years ago, I I chose to leave California to come to the East Coast. My husband had this great job opportunity and I was sad about leaving friends and family, but I was more sad about leaving the taquerias on every corner. (laughs) I'll be honest. I am on. Let me just tell you here in Massachusetts, it's very hard to find really good Mexican food. So I have to make it myself. So I am a drawn to your enchilada quinoa casserole. You had mentioned a tamale casserole. Tell us about these because I'm all about the Mexican flavors. So the the enchilada quinoa, actually, you know, I had a friend that just made, she was so proud of it too. She just, I think oh, she even shared it. It has so much flavor. So she, much flavor. She just well, I gotta made make that. that, um, the, sorry, the, the quinoa sorry, one. I just went completely completely. Oh, that's blank. okay. Not the the quinoa, enchilada, the, the tamale mm-hmm. one. Oh, the tamale. So okay. we we mix like ground beef and corn and and all of that. Oh, we put that yeah. in there, and then I had um like a package of um like spicy cornbread mix, and Ooh. I was like, let me try this, and I poured it on top. Sorry, I'm I'm trying to get away from the sun. Like the sun is. I told just you. Right. So I know I had to hang like, up. Get away yeah. from the sunshine. <laughs> um, and so I poured it on top and I air fried it and it was oh amazing. I'm like, how did this even, how did the air fryer even do this? I don't even know. So when you go to cut into it, you've got this spicy cornbread topping Ooh. 
mm-hmm. and then you dig into it and you've got oh this meat with the cheese and the corn and the olives inside oh, of it so and good. it's like now that's a hearty casserole yes mm-hmm. so, that sounds incredible yeah. and All it's right, one got- of those things too mm-hmm. that you can add whatever you can you know if you don't like olives don't put olives in it yeah if you want more you know green onions add more of that so you can switch it up however you want to yeah. And, you know, there's also, you know, I mean, real cheese, nothing beats it, but there are some good vegan cheeses out there. So I think there are things, right, that that people can do and oh, people sure. can try. Sure. Um, but it all sounds so amazing. So you've got meat mains. Oh, my God. Like, this, this literally blew me away. I'm just going to read a few. Country style ribs. I'm like, you can make ribs, southern fried chicken, kung pao chicken, beef stroganoff, lamb chops. I love lamb chops. Except my daughter gets upset when I make them. So I have to figure that. Well, she's going to college in the fall. I'll be making lots of lamb chops. Um, chicken fried steak, garnish. And I, okay. So first of all, it's cool because all these things, I'm just thinking oven, 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 oven. And you've made it clear that, yeah, this air fryer can do what an oven does. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. it makes things taste even better. It's just incredible. What are some of your favorite recipes in this section, Jen? Uh, country style ribs, probably... Mm one of my top favorites, chicken fried steak, definitely oh, going to be in one yeah. of my top favorites. Um, gosh, those are probably, those are probably my top two. I will She's say a that wing person too. She's I, like the I, queen of wings too. The oh, wings, wings are my favorite. She Absolutely. Have that, that that's memorized because I mm-hmm. make those. <laughs> I mean, I tell people all the time that when you do wings, don't go to a store don't go to a right. restaurant, do them in your air fryer. They are so much better in the air fryer than they are anywhere else. I've never had wings. I'm so glad you said that. Anywhere mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Wings are phenomenal and they're super easy to make. I mean, like, like you can buy the wings or you can have them already cut up. I'll buy them like solid and then I'll just cut them up, add them to like a plastic seal bag, like a, a Ziploc mm-hmm. bag, add a little bit of oil, salt, pepper. Actually, you don't need salt. I'll actually use pepper, onion powder, garlic powder, just a little bit. Ooh, Season okay. all of that up, put it in the air fryer, eight, anywhere from 17 to 18 minutes on about 380. And then while that's going, you can either make a homemade wing sauce or you can just hang out. But I like to make a homemade wing sauce too. So I like a spicy buffalo sauce. But, you know, there's so many like different sauces that you can get from the grocery store too. So you don't have to do that. But for the last two minutes, so once that 18 minutes has gone by, the last two minutes increase the heat to 400 degrees and it just gives the wings an extra crisp. And then once you pull them out, just toss them in your sauce and then serve them immediately. And they are perfect every single time. The meat is like super juicy. The skin is like perfectly crispy and it's just, they disappear fast. So whenever Mm. you make them, make sure you have enough to make a couple of batches because when people start eating them, they're, they're going to, they're going to want more. (laughs) I know. I'm so glad you mentioned that because there's a place up the street from me that has these incredible wings but I'm thinking I can make these myself. And then there's another place, but I think they fry them, which I try to avoid like deep fry. Yeah, They've got, it's a Mediterranean place. So it's like the garlic and the lemon and tomato and the whole thing, but I could try to mimic it, you know? So this is good. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to do that. Okay. Now you've got some veggie mains, which are great. Uh, cauliflower steaks, cabbage steaks, mm-hmm. ratatouille, stuffed eggplant. That ratatouille I did was incredible. And that did I like did it? use- yeah. I'm trying to remember if I used a pan. I know I have some pans. I just didn't know if I was using the right thing. Or does that just go right on the, in the air fryer? I can't remember. It was no, a while you use ago. it in a, you use it in a um, baking dish. 
And that's what I thought. Uh, okay. If I remember, I have a little one. tomato sauce yeah. on the bottom. Yeah. And then um, you slice and, and Everything, put them in yeah. rings. And oh. then you um, drizzle some sauce on top. And I was worried. Um, I tried to give really good directions to make sure, like, you, you've got to make sure that you leave. Don't put them in there so tight because right. then they won't cook and you're going to have raw veggies. But, um, yeah. Yeah, no, that was good. And it reminded me of that movie because it looked like the way – it looks the in the Ratatouille movie. movie with the rat or the mouse or whatever. Yeah. I guess Ratatouille, the rat. Disney, you know, when he served it to that food critic and it, it was like perfectly proportioned and sliced. And I thought, oh my gosh, this looks, <laughs> this is incredible. Ooh, a vegetable pot pie. I want to try that. So you've, oh my gosh, you have so much great stuff in here. So you have to come back because I still have so much to go through and it's snowing. I have to pick up my daughter soon. I'm looking at the time. We haven't even gotten through the book. So you've got seafood mains. Okay, break. I've had bacon wrapped scallops. I've never had bacon wrapped shrimp. That looks amazing. I love tuna, tuna and noodles, salmon rice bake, fish tacos, scallops with tomatoes and creamy pesto sauce, spicy garlic shrimp. Okay, I love spice. I love garlic. Tell us about this one. Which one was it? Uh, the spicy, spicy garlic. garlic shrimp. Is that, um, I'm assuming it's pretty easy to make. I mean, you don't have to give us all the ingredients, but. It's crazy easy. And the thing about. Yeah, that's what I would think. Yeah, you're just mixing um, the spices with the garlic and the shrimp and then toss it in the air fryer and air frying it. I will tell you that if you haven't tried the bacon wrapped shrimp. I need to. We have a funny story. Jennifer and I made it last summer and uh, Jennifer liked it. I ate, the, I ate the entire batch minus two, but it's, it's That's like me. So if you have, you know, it's, it's a great recipe right now. I mean, like a lot of people are like jumping on keto or they're trying to, you know, they're trying to stay yeah. away from the sugar and the carbs. So, you know, this is a ton of protein and it takes 10 minutes. I mean, literally, I mean, it's 10 minutes. So it's, you're wrapping up your shrimp. Like we'll get frozen shrimp that are already like peeled and deveined tails off. Oh, all those takes your bacon and like cut it in half. I like to get center cut bacon that doesn't have a whole lot of fat. Wrap the shrimp and just lay them in the basket. You can probably get like twenty one in there, eighteen to twenty one in there, and then depending on the size that you that you choose, but it's they're phenomenal. Pop them in mm. the air fryer. I think it's like depending on how well you want your bacon cooked. So three seventy if you don't want it as crispy, three ninety if you want more of a crispy bacon around there, a little bit more oh, of yeah. a crunch. But it's ten minutes and it is phenomenal and she's not joking like i ate the entire batch minus two like she <laughs> the other two it's totally okay, it's totally okay. Listen, they i would be, eat the whole batch i'm they yeah. can be an appetizer they can be a snack they can be a meal um they're just they can be a side dish to a steak um mm-hmm. so oh great appetizer for the super bowl for sure oh yeah oh that sounds fantastic all right, jumping into sides. Oh my God, sweet potato casserole, corn casserole, jalapeno poppers. And someone, like, if you think about jalapeno poppers, if you get those at a restaurant, I mean, they're deep fried and they're full of cheese. But if you're, you know, the air fryer gives you that. I mean, that's what's such a joy of the air fryer, right? I, at first, when I heard about it, I was like, air, huh? But no, it like really makes things fr- like they're fried, but not greasy. Right. So talk to right. us about these the jalapeno poppers. Yeah. The bacon, those are, those are our specialty here. Like it's, you're just cutting the jalapeno in half, taking out the membrane unless you want it to be spicy and hot. Right. And then um, we put in like a little slice of cream cheese and you can sprinkle mm-hmm. a little bit of cheddar cheese or whatever. Um, and the fun thing now is 
uh, cream cheeses have flavors to them. So mm-hmm. there's like oh, garlic yeah. and herbs or whatever. You can add those. And then you're wrapping a bacon slice around it and air frying oh, it until the bacon's cooked. And that's it. I mean, those things, again, can be an appetizer, a side dish, wow. a meal. Those are great for parties, um, football, Super Bowl, whatever. But those are probably one of our favorites. My husband's favorite. Oh, favorites. my gosh. Well, you know, oh, my God. Well, for people who are who don't eat dairy, Kite Hill, I have nothing to do with them. I wish I did. They make great almond cheese products. Um mm-hmm. My I-K-O-Y-O, Mikayo also makes some great cashew cheeses that has like a cream cheese consistency. So there are things that people can do that I think is great. There's so many, mm-hmm. oh my God, lobster mac and cheese. All right. I want to have a few minutes to talk about desserts because this is insane. Okay. Creme brulee, you mentioned chocolate bundt cake with chocolate glaze, apple empanadas, chocolate peanut butter cake mix cookies, kitchen sink cookies. Oh my, I mean, deep dish brownies. Apple dumplings. Okay. When I was a kid and I'm going to date myself, I was a kid in the seventies. Let's throw it out there. Everyone knows. My favorite movie was the apple dumpling gang. Probably the majority of people don't know what I'm talking about. I saw that movie 11 times in the theater. That was a Disney movie, right? Don't ask me. Yes. Oh my God. You've heard of, I think, I've seen it. I want to say Michael Landon was in it, but I don't know if he was or not. Probably not. Don Knotts though. And Tim Conway played the bad guy. And then, um, Tim Conway and Tim I, Conway. I don't think it was Michael mm-hmm. Landon. Yes. And it was really funny. Mm-hmm. Don't, I don't know how I saw it 11 times in the theater as a sixth grader, but somehow I got there. I don't know. I probably took, I remember taking in the theater. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the seventies, my mom would be like, you want to go to the mall, go take the bus. You know, I'm like 11, but whatever. So whenever I think of apple dumpling, I think of, I think of apple, but I've never had an apple dumpling. I don't even know what it is. Is that like a, like a wrapped apple and like some kind of pastry or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I think in our book, it's a croissant dough that we've used mm-hmm. to, to wrap up the sliced apple. And then nice. we probably have a little bit of, I mean, did we use canned apples for that? Uh, or did I we? think we, I don't remember if we used canned apples. I think, uh, apple pie filling. Look, but I know that we, we tried to keep it super simple. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, um, I do remember dropping a big old scoop of ice cream on top. Oh, oh my! Gosh. It was no. We used regular so apples hungry. with um, regular apple slice, two yeah. cans of crescent dough, a cup of brown sugar, some butter, cinnamon, vanilla, oh and then God. yeah, ice cream on top. And then you just roll the apples, and then air fry them. And so it's really like an apple inside of a crescent roll dough, but with with all Ooh. the butter and sugar and cinnamon. And, Yum! Oh yeah, that sounds yeah. amazing. And, I mean, I you literally can I show you a picture of it? Like, would that help if I could? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, that looks amazing. Everything looks amazing. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. First of all, you women are amazing. I mean, like I said, today I had my usual air fryer vegetables and for one of my dogs, he has food issues, allergy. So I make him turkey. I have to bake turkey all the time. And so I ate some of the turkey. I was like thinking I could, if my friend hadn't taken my book or borrowed, I could have made a million things before I saw you guys today. Everything is, is just amazing. I'm so impressed. And I hope you'll come back because I'd love to just talk to you guys a lot about all these great things that you're doing. In the meantime, Becky, tell us how we find the book and Jen, tell us how we find the Facebook page and all the ways to get in touch with you guys on the, uh, on the internet, on social media. Sure. Thank you, by the way, for having us. And uh, yeah, if you ever have any fun. questions about any of the recipes, feel free to reach out. We, we're always available. Mm-hmm, um, nice. The book is currently on sale at harpercollins.com, um, Amazon, 
walmart.com, target.com, uh, books and more, um, Barnes Bookshop. and Noble. Um, am I forgetting any? So it's, and you can also find it on our web, on our blog at airfryingfoodie.com. We have a link to the book there as well to just make it easy. So if you forget any of those, it's at airfryingfoodie.com. Awesome. And this has been, the oh, go ahead. Yeah, the Facebook group you can find. It's Easy Air Fryer Recipes Group. It's got about 2.4 million people in there now. So it grew from eight people to a lot. <laughs> people from all over the world are in there sharing recipes. So, it, And it's not just us sharing recipes. Everyone from around the world sharing recipes. So it's phenomenal. It's a great place for help. Um, lots of commonly asked questions. A lot of people, you know, just getting new air fryers, not sure what to do with it. And a lot of people in there willing to help have got answered probably every question anyone could possibly think of. So it's awesome. Oh, that's great. We also have a page too. Oh, go ahead. Page, Jen. Air Frying Foodie. Oh, and the page, our Facebook page is Air Fryer, uh, Air Frying Foodie. Sorry. That's (laughs) all right. Now, Jen, could you spell the name of that air fryer that you mentioned at the beginning? Because I'm writing it down. Kasori. I use the Kasori, C-O-S-O-R-I, dual blaze. So it's a six blaze. But I use the dual blaze. It's got two heating elements. So it's okay. got one on the bottom and one on the top. Um, a lot okay. of the times with just one top, you know, heating element, which the majority of them have, you typically mm-hmm. will say flip the foods. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that as often in one that has a double element. So wow. that's the other bonus of it. <laughs> well, this is impressive. I hope you'll come back because uh, I luck. think you're amazing. And thank you so much. I'm, I can't wait to get the book back. I'm going to try all these things. I'm going to have so much fun. My daughter's always complaining that, Mom, you always make the same things and they're boring. So no more complaining. <laughs> I'm going to get on this. Make that it, tamale casserole. Oh. Make when you happy. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. All right, everybody, keep coming back to Health Power. Rate me, subscribe, tell your friends, and go and get Air Fryer All Day, 120 tried and true recipes for family-friendly comfort food. Rebecca Abbott and Jennifer West, thanks so much. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.